Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Is it Thursday, Rob? I don't even know what day it is. It's someday. It's someday. Oh, my God. Happy Thursday. No, you're listening to us today. So I'm telling you right now, listeners, it is Thursday. It is Thursday. (laughs) You're so decisive. Oh, my God. Yes. My little calendar go. Yes, yes, it's Thursday. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's Thursday. No, you got something to say. I was, I'm excited. But- oh my God, Kevin. I was caught unawares today. I have to tell you. Please help me. So I got to the point where I'm like, I need to have wine delivered to the house. Yes, this is first world problems. I'm like, I need, I need wine in this home. We did tonight. We had delivered today. So I've never ordered alcohol before. I've never done it. I've never ordered it before, right? So usually I wait till like some winos asleep and then I just steal it when they're sleeping and then I just hurry back up to my apartment. <laughs> or people bring it as a gift to you. Or people bring it as like, a, yeah. Pe- oh yeah, people bring it as a gift. It's like Manischewitz, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, I see. Are you drinking white wine? Is that what you just had a, a sip little, of? I do have oh. a little. I do have. I, I had a long day and I'm. You can I do whatever. Listen, you can do. I taught so, today. One the one day a week I taught, and I, I yes, I'm having a little he's, he's having having, blank. Has to unwind a little bit, folks. Okay, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this new thing. I'm gonna order the wine. Great, great, great. Um, and I was like, perfect, perfect. So I jumped to the shower, and I'm showering, and all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, what is that? That sounds like my door. Why would my door be buzzing? Whatever. Then my phone rings. And I had to stop Whitney Houston's I've Got to Dance with Somebody, which is the <laughs> second song in my three-song shower rotation of Whitney Houston's Essential Hits. So I'm not totally clean at this point. I'm like, all right, fine. What's going on? So I pick up the phone. They're like, hi, your wine is here. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, I'm like, can you bring it up? And he's like, yeah, I'm outside your door. And I said, I'll buzz you. And he goes, no, no, I'm outside your door. So I'm like, I'm like answer the door because every time you, it's a delivery guy, it's usually someone who's not very attractive. And it's, so just, just open it. What do you care? Would you know my luck? It was like the most attractive 
beautiful delivery, delivery guy. Never, I mean, I could only see from the eyes up because he was wearing a mask. Well, of course, but those eyes for but days. those eyes, eyes for days, eyes for days. <laughs> so I just, I'm just in a bad mood now. I'm just. Well, in then a foul did you mood. show him? I'm sure you really seduced him by showing him your alphabetical uh, cast album uh, 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 wall. Can you tell our listeners what he you have saw me face? wearing a day glow yellow sunshine towel, dripping wet, squinting at him looking like uh, zero mostel in like a rehearsal picture from fiddler you know like i don't think this young gentleman was interested hey 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 jude don't let me down let's talk a little bit about happy birthday steve oh Congrat- gosh. congratulations to everybody that oh, made this thing goodness. happen it, this was not easy, easy. This was not easy. The, the, the level of coordination that had to go into this thing is just absolutely incredible. And so a big hand to Paul over at Broadway World. Broadway World? Yeah, Broadway World. No, probably oh, yes, that's most definitely oh, Mary Mary Mitchell Campbell, Campbell. And, yes. and it's her, 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 her um, you know, uh, the not for profit that they Bri- were. Bri- listen, br- brilliant tracks. Uh, you know, God bless Raul Esparza for trying to host it and then, you know, just being like, I can't, I can't, we're moving on. Good. I mean, he, listen, he, he got fucked in that and God bless him because he still has a positive attitude. So thank you, Raul. Thank he you. He was for, tweeting all the way through that. He was, he was supporting, he was giving love. It was lovely. I was, good, I was heavy into the Twitter for the entire concert. You are. I, it was yes, yes a good man he's a good man yes. i was t- first of all it was so cool to see so many guests that we've had on the show popping up it was like joanna and chip and jason alexander is going to be a guest coming up pretty soon which we're very excited about i yes. i i liked it i'm so curious though about some of the choices and i just had some questions about some of them that's all it's very hard to do a steven sondheim tribute because you know uh, there wasn't a lot of up tempo well, was, yes, that was definitely ballad heavy. Now, what's interesting to me is that usually when we do these concerts and, and usually, uh, you know, for people in the business who have done these, you know, you guys know you've done this before and people, laymen who have been all people in the audience, you should know a lot of thought goes into these. Uh, usually Rob has been the producer and director of many of these kinds of concerts where it's like many songs put together. And Rob is always and I don't want to speak for you, but I think you are always trying to figure out like, you know, we can't have too many ballads. We got to, you know, it's like putting together a cabaret, you know, and you really have to be careful. And but, a lot of, you know, they're vetted when you have a concert when everyone's live. But what I get the sense of, Rob, is they just said, everybody, pick your favorite song. You can do whatever you want. And it's okay. It felt yes, like there, and- nothing was vetted, which I'm not saying it had to be. But consequently, we had a lot of very, um, shall we say serious Saunders and I and I and let me tell you I still cried like a baby um Donna Murphy Send in the Clowns was gorgeous Chip's uh, story about Into the Woods was great I like how he put out his green hat for everybody yes to, that was very to touching see. um uh, uh who else was really really good I okay I'm in the minority on this because I've talked to a couple of people and said this was my favorite number of the evening and everyone looked at me like I was fucking nuts I love someone in a tree oh sorry I thought it was really weird and I fun, loved it and folks. I thought, sorry <clears throat> That's all. Yeah. I just yeah, I no, loved it. That's the, that's the tweet. <laughs> the the uh, the ladies who lunch. First of all, I'm like Christine Baranski. I'm like this is it. You've you've slayed me. And then they're like, oh, and here comes Meryl Streep. And then here comes Audrey McDonald. I was convinced that Hillary Clinton was going to be on the fourth verse. <laughs> I was like, if you can get all four of these legends in one place. First of all, when is Hillary going to go into a show? Why didn't she sing anything? What she's, goes to, she's basically in the Broadway theater every other night, it feels like. I mean, she and Bill go to see theater constantly. I wanted her, they are I dedicated theater goers. She could have done Everybody Says Don't, 
she would have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, she she could have maybe sung something from Assassins if she wanted to. She could have sung. She and Bill could have sung Happiness from Passion. There's duets. Or Unworthy of Your Love. She could have sang Unworthy Unwor- of Your Love. That would have been lots really, of really nice. There. <laughs> she she Chelsea could have sang the Glamorous Life. <laughs> Bernadette was my favorite. What's Bernadette doing? <laughs> I want to sing all the songs Steve wrote as exit music. She well, was like at our kitchen table. She was just well, like, well, Bernadette, you might be the you might be the last song of the evening. I want to sing incidental music from Fowies. <laughs> no, 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 Bernadette, you actually need to sing like a like a song, song. The utility, time, the utility. I want to one, sing the utility. <laughs> one time, Steve was in an elevator with me, and he hummed, and I want to take that tune and sing it. No, no. no. <laughs> No, Bernadette, we can't do we can't do that. Is there a, a, anything else? No one is alone, Acapella. Okay, great, Bernadette. Yours, it's yours, it's yours. <laughs> it's it's it all yours. Lovely. I, I, what I enjoyed though was that everyone did bring a reverence to it. They brought uh, yes, of course they have to. Yes, but there was such a and 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 it, there is a craft to what he does, and it was it was enjoyable to see these these artists were the top of their game doing an artist who is at the top of his game and bringing these songs to life. And this is going to go down in history. I mean, people are going to watch this hundred years from now. Some of them, some of them, some of them. Uh, and, and it really is it's special. I loved, I, it, I cry, Listen, like I said, I cried like a baby. I, God bless Paul and Mary and Raul for putting this whole thing together and all the people that it took to edit it and coordinate it. It was just really fantastic. And I think one of the cool things about watching it was, was that every single person who spoke had such reverence for him and it was so clear that they knew either at the time they were performing it originally or when they were performing it now they knew they were it's almost like they were being handed like a sacred text oh yeah oh and you know yes yes definitely and it was and it was and it was a there was so many adorable things like sudden foster's kid was it was adorable like you said kelly o'hara donna murphy singing sending the clowns where's that revival put her in um it was great that's it. I got nothing else to say. Rob, for instance, have you seen this? Uh, you're not a Twitter person, so I don't know if you've been able to see it. There's this an actress. She's an improv person from L.A. She's she's had some measured success. Her name's Mary Neely. Have you seen her videos where she's lip syncing famous duets and scenes of the American musical theater canon? Rob, it is truly no. It's not my favorite thing, but it could be. But I I, I would like if you if you just if you're on Twitter, Mary. N-E-E-L-Y, Mary Neely. I'm telling you guys, they are. she's like, articles are being written about her. It's, it's, it's a huge thing because she's, there must be like 15 to 20 scenes. Uh, and she, some, she, she finishes it up. The last one, her opus, is the opening of Beauty and the Beast. She plays all the characters. She's got more wigs than Moira Rose. That's a Schitt's Creek joke. And, and it's, it, 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 it's, I cannot describe it to you, but if you guys, if anyone's watched these videos, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And they are, it's really just well done. Can you, uh, can, you, can you do a Moira Rose impression like every gay man in New York City? Do you think, have a favorite thing, Rob? I, I do, and it's a funny favorite thing. And I, and I can't talk I can't talk about it too much, folks, because I do not want to ruin the surprise. You need to watch it, and then you need to get back to me. Folks, there was, in the 1980s, a fantastic comic duo known as French and Saunders. That is Don French and Jennifer Saunders. You know them. You know Jennifer Saunders because you have watched absolutely fabulous at some point in your life and you know who dawn french is because she was in the vicar of dibley on pbs which i know you've all watched at some point french and saunders was one of the funniest sketch comedy tv shows to come out of london well 
These two women are brilliant. They are hysterical. And they are putting a bunch of their older clips up onto YouTube. Or I should say, I'm just discovering a bunch of these clips. And they have a little bit of a theater bent inside of them. I watched two clips that put such a huge smile on my face that I would like to pass them all off to you as well. So the first thing you're going to do, folks, is you are going to go onto YouTube and you are going to YouTube search French and Saunders, S-A-U-N-D-E-R-S, musical film parody where they literally recreate parts of the 1980 version of a chorus line with full Alison Reed hair. They are very, very detailed in this. I don't want to give anything more away. I just want you to Google YouTube French and Saunders musical film parody. Get ready to laugh. Found it. Great. But now here's the hard one, folks. (gasps) This is... This is the one that made me, I'm not, gonna, I'm not ashamed to admit this, I almost peed my pants laughing. This other one they did, you know those, if you've seen Company and Original Cast recording, you will know what this is. They do a mockumentary, a 10-minute mockumentary about two washed-up opera divas coming into a recording session. And it's like a, one of those like great performances, PBS documentaries. And they're going to sing French and Saunders with Sarah Walker, who, if you don't know her, is an incredibly acclaimed opera diva. And so the real Sarah Walker comes into the sketch and sings with them. What they sing and how it's performed, it is they capture v- opera singers so brilliantly in this the running joke is that Dawn French literally will eat anything under the sun. And when she eats it, she just looks at the camera and taps her throat and goes, and just mouths it. It's for my voice. No matter (laughs) what she's eating. (laughs) This thing made me laugh so hard. I won't even tell you what they end up singing, but it's French. You have to find this. Now this one isn't on YouTube. It's on what's known as dailymotion.com. And so I will put up a link for this in our uh, podcast description for this week. But it is French and Saunders featuring Sarah Walker. The sketch is called Opera Divas. Get ready to laugh and get ready to recognize, especially if you're one of those. I don't know about you, but I remember like I was in like choir. I couldn't sing, but there were some people there who could like, my voice, I have to save the gift. Oh, and the like, gift, the gift. We always joke about the gift. And we tap our throat and we're like, oh, the gift. Yes, the gift. Yeah, and, and they play this perfectly. There's an actor, and I don't know who it is, who plays their producer, who is literally like every single hanger on who's not really talented but thinks he is. <laughs> and like, it's, it's so, it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. So it's French and Saunders featuring Sarah Walker, Opera Divas, that's mine. And then go on to YouTube. You can watch, which is on YouTube, French wow. and Saunders musical film parody. And then go look at some of their other stuff. If you don't know who they are, they are two geniuses. I'm hopefully that you'll recognize them from their independent work. One in Ab- Absolutely Fabulous and the other one in uh, The Vicar of Dibley. But in for the longest time, and they still do sketches together, which is great. Go watch it. It's so funny. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I, uh, That's mine. I, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want you to... to <sighs> I, I don't want to give anything away. You don't oversaturate it. I've already found it on Daily Motion. I, I want to say, Rob, this is exactly why I'm, after all, all, all these years, I'm so thankful that we have this podcast because you, you bring up something that I think, just when I think, oh, gosh, we've run out of favorite things. And then all of a sudden you are like, this is so brilliant. I love British humor. I, I'm a huge a Little mm-hmm. Britain fan. Uh, and, and I love Matt Lucas in, in that world. But I, I, I'm also, Sutton and I are huge Ab Fab fans. That being said, I don't know French and Saunders Sanders at all. I, I don't. I, I know of them, but I've well, never watched. So I'm so excited. Did you, to, well, did to you watch? watch I'm so sorry. In terms, did you watch Absolutely Fabulous? Of course, always. Yeah. So you know her. You know. Oh, of her. course. Oh, I know her very well. I don't. I don't know the other one as well. I don't. I never watched The Vicar of. Um, oh, Dibley! It's so yeah. funny. And the other funny thing about this show is is that they were given one of the largest budgets in BBC history. So the recreations of things like they had, money was spent. Money was spent on these things. It's brilliant. It's, brilliant. it's really, really oh, incredible. So That's really, you can really also, fun. You can also YouTube a cat commercial. Uh, there's a very funny <laughs> sketch they do with a, with a cat commercial. It does not fit into the umbrella of what we're doing, but I would love for you to look for it anyway. Yes. So this is Fantastic. Sarah Walker, French and Saunders. What do you got, Kev? That's a really good one. Well, mine is not nearly as as funny as yours. I mean, I wish it was. Mine's more of a mem- a memory uh, a memory uh, favorite thing. Um, so we lost an artist that I think I wish I wish we would have interviewed. Um, he he is somebody that I'm worried will be completely. Well, he, I think he already is a little bit completely forgotten to the annals of, of musical theater history. Um, he wrote two shows that were on Broadway. Uh, he just died this past week. He died at, at almost 100. He was 99 years old, born in 1920. Um, his name is Milton Schaefer. Milton Schaefer is a composer of the American musical theater, um, but he has his roots uh, in, in, in classical musical theater. Uh, he wrote two shows that unfortunately were not hits. Uh, and, and, and he's somebody to me that reminds me of just how fickle this business is. Rob and I have interviewed over 200 plus people. Um, we've heard from all of them. Uh, and most of them, the theme, whenever someone says, oh, Kevin, what do, you, what do you hear from the most people? And I always think my go-to thing, Rob, and I'd be curious what you say, but my go-to thing is what I learned is that a lot of people got quote unquote famous or had their break or whatever you want to call it because opportunity met talent. They had the right chance, but they were prepared to meet it. Yeah. So they, so they, they needed an opportunity. Um, and so what makes me think of is that so many of these people that we're interviewing are the people who got the chance. There are tons of people though, who have the ability, who have the talent that just never got the right chance at the right time. I think Milton Schaefer is one of them. Uh, I do. I really do. So the musicals that he wrote are 1962 and 1965. The first one is Bravo Giovanni, which starred Michelle Lee, uh, Cesare Seppe, uh, our old, uh, one of our first guests, George S. Irving, and his wife, Marie Karnatilova, uh, who were uh, a famous Broadway couple. Um, so he wrote Bravo Giovanni, and then he also wrote Drat the Cat! Exclamation point, uh, with she Leslie Ann Warren. And Elliot Gould and the famous Barbara Streisand, uh, which she made famous because she was married to Elliot Gould. 
She was married to Elliot Gould, who was in it at the time. Yes. And so, yes, she touched me, which is actually sung by Elliot Gould in the show. Um, We'll never be... The rain will never be the same. I love that song. Uh, so the reason why I want to bring up Milton Shaver because there's tons of people who wrote two shows that never did anything, but I want to Look put on my, my, shows. Little, my musician hat for a minute and tell you that when you look at his scores, because I, I, I listen to the, I have the albums, I have the LPs of both, and I listened to both again. I've listened to them before, but um, and Dread the Cat, I have the score on my computer, so I followed along with the handwritten score. And I, so Milton Schaefer was a, he studied piano, uh, classical music. He studied, he really, he wasn't just a pop song writer like so many of the people of the Tin Pan Alley days were. He was of another ilk. He was of more of like less Irving Berlin, more Vernon Duke. Vernon Duke, of course, was a classically trained artist with a complete, off the top of my head, I don't remember his 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 uh, European name or his Russian name, but it was not Vernon Duke. It was like Dushevsky or something like that. But these were classic musicians. Um, there were a whole bunch of them that wrote songs versus the ones who were more sort of pop songwriting at the time period. So uh, Milton Schaefer, though, he, he, he traveled to Europe. He studied with the famous mentor, Nadia Boulanger, who was the, she was the mentor to people like uh, Aaron Copeland, Virgil Thompson, uh, Philip Glass, Michel Legrand, Astro Piazzolo, all these great classical musicians. Uh, and so and Milton Schaefer studied with him. And then Milton Schaefer came back to the United States. He toured a little bit as a concert pianist. And then he worked as a music assistant to Bob Merrill of how much is that, is that doggy, doggy in, in the window? The window fame. That's right. Of course, he went on to do Carnival and so many other things. But he was sort of his piano player, his right hand man, his assistant. Um, <laughs> Vernon Duke then signed him to Frank Music, uh, as in Frank Lesser's Music Theater Company. Uh, and then he eventually wrote Bravo Giovanni and Draft the Cat. Bravo Giovanni, uh, you guys. I have to just give you a quick summary of the plot because it is the wackiest, weirdest show. Basically, it takes place in Rome, and there's a pizza guy who has a, a, like a down like friends and family kind of pizza place, and then like a big conglomerate opens up next door. And so the guy that has like the smaller pizza place, in order to compete, decides because the guy's going to take away his business um, through friends and all of that, they're going to build a tunnel underneath. And they're going to go into the kitchen of the other place and then take their food and then bring it over to the other place and sell it because they're taking so much business. They're going to take from them. So uh, the set literally was like a, a, a set where there was above ground and below ground shenanigans that were ensued. It was it was uh, George S. Irving was the, the competitor. And then the, the Cesare Seppe was the, you know, the, the local guy. And then, of course, the local guy becomes big and then wants to outsource and do all these things. And then the whole musical is sort of about that he almost becomes the bad guy. He almost sells out, if you know I what I'm saying. And that's what it's about. I hope well, he doesn't. If Michelle Lee has her way, he will not, and he doesn't. And it all gets summed up in the last five minutes, just like a musical does. It, it, it's... It, the, the, the score is very of its era. However, Milton Schaefer was a great musician. He was a good composer. He wrote with great harmony and texture and a palette that is more than just boom-cha, 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 which is what you heard a lot of times from lesser-known artists. And I guess the reason why I want to celebrate him and make my favorite thing and make sure he's not forgotten is that he was an artist who was special. In my opinion, I think that for whatever reason, uh, he he didn't get the right chance at the right time to make to give him his 
big hit show. I think he 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 just the luck wasn't with him for whatever. And, and I'm sure there's of course with a musical there's a thousand reasons why it doesn't sure. work. But this was not the these these two. Unfortunately, I mean, Drat the Cat closed after a week, and then uh, Bravo Giovanni, which was supposed to be a big hit, closed. Uh, within it was 76 performances and incidentally that was nominated for a tony award and not for for best score and not forum fun fact what so, really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. forum didn't get a nomination Mm-mm, not for best wow score. that's so cool to know i didn't know that mm-hmm. so uh so yeah bravo so via my, johnny i think also has such great songs that it is thin crust thick crust I hate you. I hate when you do stuff. You like make me so mad because you're so and funny. And Mary Marinara, which was Michelle's Lee's part that was cut on the road. It was originally done by Priscilla Lopez. But then Pepe Pesto. Pepe Pesto was a fun one. That Pepe, was a Pepe Pesto. Well. Is that one yeah, called Pepe Pesto? Yeah, Pepe Pesto. Yeah, Pepe, oh, Pepe Pesto. Pesto. Great group number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great yeah, group I know. Number. Really, really solid. Like, really, really fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, in 1963, it was Oliver, Bravo Giovanni, Little Me, and Stop the World I Want to Get All. Oh, well, the, oh, those are actually really great scores. I kind of now see why. You know, it's very interesting. And, and you know who won is, was Oliver. Oliver won. Oliver won? Re- oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, for best score. So the Little Me score, yeah. though, is so good. Oh, well, of course. But that was, you know. So I just think it's interesting. Uh, and I think that Milton Schaefer really... Uh, it just uh, unfortunately didn't get the chance that he deserved. And so I just would like to, oh. and if you have a chance, go listen to Dread the Cat. Bravo Giovanni is on Spotify. Uh, oh, great. Uh, and, and it, it, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's very Italian. I mean, you, you have to, if you listen to the original, and that's really all you can listen to, do put on your sort of like time traveling goggles and really li- Cesare Seppe was a, a, a metropolitan opera baritone. It was one of the first times that we really, um, you know, th- well, not the first times, but it was very popular to have the crossover. And, you know, he's... Didn't he do Carmelina too? The original. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not the recorded one. He was not recorded, but yes, I think okay. so. I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it, but both scores are 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 hold up. They are tuneful. They right. are of the of the sixties of the golden age. And if you have if you are someone who loves that era and those kinds of scores, uh, and you have not listened to these, I would highly recommend listening to these two scores because they are fun. And the Dread the Cat particularly, I think, has some really great tunes in it. And, yes, they, I love and if you Dread can the find Cat. the Leslie Ann Warren, she is Leslie Ann Warren really. She, she was great. really something special. She really she was. was great. And she was so contagious. And and so the Dread the Cat one, I should note, the, the, the pressing they made of that is not an original cast recording. It is a soundboard of the original production. Um, and so you're not getting – the quality is a little tougher to listen to, but you are getting an actual live performance. And they also did that concept album. Remember in the in the early two thousands, yes, Jason yes. Groff? You can also you can also listen to that as well. That's, but and that I think Susan like Egan, Susan Egan, I think, is in that. Based one. on what and you're that, saying, that's no, not no, no, what I no, should no. Be that's, doing. that's lovely. No, no, no. It's good. I'm a, I'm an original person. I like sure. to go back to You'll the take source. The soundboard. And I like to yeah, and I will take the soundboard and then I'll listen to the. I, I'll probably after I get off with you, I'll probably go listen to the to that uh, uh, studio recording actually, just to compare. Nothing be the same. That's a good song. Also, I like him. There's a song called "I Like Him" that she sings. There's another song called "Steady Steady." That uh, oh no, I'm that "Steady Steady" is from Bravo Giovanni. I'm sorry. "I Like Him" is from uh, Drat the Cat. Drat the um, Cat yeah, is "Steady Steady." Bravo Giovanni is "A Steady A Steady." <laughs> <laughs> I did keep thinking of like our good friend Sergio. Um, yes, I, the whole time I thought, oh my goodness, you know, they thought to revive this in the '80s with Sergio Franchi. Yeah, they wanted to. 
Every time for the role. Every time a guest Rob says the Coconut Grove Playhouse, I I look at you in the interview because I want to start laughing because all yes. I can think about is. I I talk to Amani Eisenberg. We talk about the maybe. I come back. I do a Bravo Giovanni at the Ritz Theater. And uh, they say, como se dice, uh, no interest from the public. Is that how you say it in the English? You could speak in Italian the whole time, like the whole, all of his lines. Italian. I uh, don't, uh, I can't, I have a gluten allergy. I cannot eat the gluten. So uh, they make a special pizza for me. It's made of cardboard. It was a me and a Diahoti. We were in the show together. We were in the workshop at 890 Broadway, or as I like to call it, <laughs> Ocenteniente Broadway. <laughs> That was fast, fast I, translation. I, that was impressive. I am a fast, but I cannot get out of my contract with Bally's in Atlantic City. Uh, my wife is telling me it's because I am not talented. That is why I don't do the show. She say I am untalented for 15 years. <laughs> Rob speaks Italian. Now she's telling me a dinner is ready. <laughs> and to spite me, she has made an all gluten meal. You've been watching a lot of Sopranos because you're, you're Italian. It's like... <laughs> Thank you. That's all I know. Or Golden Girls. I don't know. Maybe you've been watching oh, those Sophia oh. episodes. You've been watching. Oh, I love those Sophia, Sophia episodes where those two, where, where B. Arthur and Estelle Getty try to play Italians. With Estelle without a wig, where the, the flashback oh. ones I love. Oh, I love those. Like, Salvatore. <laughs> Salvatore. <laughs> First of all, your face always looks frozen in those things. Salvatore. Come on, you big bacha galoop. We got to go. <laughs> she never blinks. <laughs> it's always done in a monotone oh, God. that really i gotta tell you i don't i'm her line readings were so bizarre which one estelle so, or b estelle getty but so perfect oh b arthur what you you think she has weird line readings too b arthur well not weird just brilliant like just out just not and the way her stares and her i because i've been watching gold that's sort of been my comfort food at yeah, night. yes it's yeah, just, yeah it's it's my comfort uh and i but i love watching them when they're not talking that's my favorite when they're listening yes and the the oh god the takes like they, these are old comedy queens there's a hurricane coming and they're like what did you say ma and just like no blinking there's a hurricane coming <laughs> Salvatore told me I could feel it. They're like, all right, Estelle. I love it. Me and Estelle, we do a torture song trilogy at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. But we only do... Palazzo de Cesare. Palazzo <laughs> de Cesare. We only do two lines. You have to get to the buffet. So she come out, she go, you're gay, I don't like. I say, mama, I'm gay. She go, I love you. Curtain falls, everyone go get shrimp cocktail. It's like Bloomer Girl on Amazon Prime. Bloomer Girl, I know do Bloomer Girl. <laughs> it's like it's like my wife always tell me. You dumb bastard. <laughs> well, make sure you watch a French Saunders and talk to Signora Milton Schaefer about this play. Indeed. About the Bravo Giovanni. And you can listen to a little uh, Sergio Franchi too. Arrivederci. Arrivederci, friends. 
Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.